This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com, where you can find help to find your perfect home here in Italy. And I am here, of course, again with Marco Permunian, an Italian lawyer and real estate specialist here in Italy. And today we wanted to talk about a very vital piece of the puzzle when purchasing property here in Italy, and that is the Italian tax code. We wanted to go into a little bit more of what it was, because it's something that we've referred to before, but it's not something that we've really done in depth or we've done as an overview. So today, Marco, what exactly, just to kind of quickly explain, what exactly is the Codice Fiscale and what is it made up of? The tax code in Italian, Codice Fiscale, is an, an alphanumeric number assigned to an individual which identifies that specific individual. So for people born in Italy, it's something that you actually get at birth. So it's assigned to you when you were born. For people who were not born in Italy, you have to apply for it. And as you said, it's a vital document that you need to have when you purchase properties in Italy. The Italian Codice Fiscale is, like I said, a number, an alphanumeric number, which is calculated based on your um, name, last name, date of birth, place of birth, sex, and there is also a part of the Codice Fiscale, which is a number randomly assigned to you, which identifies you when you only. It is very similar to an American Social Security number, the Social Security card. Uh, even if in Italy, uh, you would probably use the Codice Fiscale uh, many more times than uh, people in America use their Social Security number. One of the main differences between the Social Security number and the Codice Fiscale is that the social security number is normally printed on a paper card, which you normally don't use or carry with you on a daily basis, whereas the uh, Italian Codice Fiscale is on a plastic card, uh, which can be green or blue, depending on whether the plastic card only includes your Codice Fiscale, or on a blue card, if it's also the the health card that you use um, for, for medical reasons. so in Something other, that you actually have to carry with you while exactly. you're here. And most people, they actually have the blue card. The green card was like more common um, some years back. Although the Codice Fiscale in Italy can also be on a um, piece of paper, which is what you can get if you apply for it and if you were not born in Italy. So what you get immediately is the piece of paper indicating what your college fiscal is, and then subsequently you can apply for the plastic card. And where would a person go to actually acquire this code? People who reside in Italy can apply for the tax code at any Agenzia dell'Entrate office, the revenue, uh, Italian revenue office, which is basically everywhere in, in, in every major Italian town, you will find one. And the application process is rather easy, so you just have to uh, normally bring your ID or your passport, and they normally give to you the, the paper certificate on the spot while you wait. 
for people who reside abroad, they have to apply for uh, the College of Fiscality through the Italian Consulate, and that could be a more complex process because you have to normally do it through the mail, and then you have to wait for the Italian Consulate to mail you your um, College of Fiscality. That's why it's much, we normally suggest to get it in Italy because it's much easier and, and quicker. And you can actually also appoint a representative to get the Codice Fiscale on your behalf as long as you sign the authorization document, um, another person can go get it for you. Normally when you apply for a tax code through the consulate, you get the um, green card that we talked about a moment ago because if you are not residing in Italy, you're not entitled entitled to the medical insurance. Whereas for people who, um, so the people who ap- apply for the tax code through the consulate, in order to get the blue card, they would have to relocate to Italy and become residents of Italy. Whereas if you reside in Italy already and you apply for the Codice Fiscale from within Italy, you normally get the um, blue card, which you also use to use the um, national healthcare system. But when we're talking specifically about real estate, because of course this is the Italian real estate podcast, where does this come into play? When would a person need it? So you need a tax code, um, by the way, not only for real estate purchases, but for many things in Italy. So if you are someone who is living in Italy, you normally need a tax code to apply for a new SIM card, to open a bank account. To, to do many things, to, to, do, to make purchases. So you need it like in, in very many um, occasions. If you are purchasing real estate, you also need a tax code. Uh, even if you are not in Italy, if you, if you, even if you don't reside in Italy and you're uh, purchasing the property through a representative, you do need a tax code. So in that case, in that instance, you would have to apply for the tax code through the consulate. And you need it because on all of the official contracts that are involved in the process, it will be indicated what your tax code is. Uh, It will be indicated uh, on the preliminary contract. It will be indicated on the final deed of sale. So having a tax code is, is very important. It's basically the number that identifies you as an individual in Italy. And of course, one big question that I know a lot of people have when it comes to the Italian tax code is by having this code, does that mean that they are then liable to be paying Italian taxes here in Italy? Yeah, I get that question a lot. So they ask me if I get a tax code, would I be required to pay taxes regardless of of where I reside just because I have the tax code? And of course, the tax code, even if it's called a tax code, doesn't necessarily mean that that if you have one, you have to pay taxes in Italy. You pay taxes in Italy if you meet the requirements. For instance, if you reside in Italy for more than half a year or if you have an income in Italy. But if you don't generate income in Italy, if you don't reside in Italy, if you're just purchasing the property for like as a vacation home. So uh, if you're not intending on residing in Italy long term, you are not required to pay taxes in Italy. So you do need you do need the tax code to purchase the property, but it doesn't mean that you have to pay taxes. You do have to pay taxes on the property. So purchase taxes, so the tax that you pay when you buy the property, and you also have to pay most likely the annual taxes. Uh, but you don't pay any taxes on so your income. So it's not personal tax. Sorry yes. to interrupt you, but it's not personal taxes. It's really anything related to the property taxes. Correct. But Rafael, um, now I have a question for you. So. I know for some people it can be uh, 
difficult to understand what a tax code is and what the uh, process that you have to go through to get it is. So uh, I'm curious, like, what did you feel when you were going through the process? Did you uh, find it like it was a difficult process for you, like a rather easy one? You know, actually, the thing was getting the tax code was quite easy. And actually, the woman at the consulate, when I was getting my tax code, joked around with me. I was like, do I have to do anything with the tax code? I was like, no, if the Italian government wants to take your money, This, this is they make it easy for you. Anything else, it becomes a little bit more tricky. But um, that's maybe not such a great joke. But um, the actual need to have it uh, and, and use it in daily life for various things, even like you were mentioning before, um, I think it actually sounds more daunting than what it really is because at the end of the day, uh, it's really something that's much more simple. It, it, I would say personally, like as a person who got theirs at at a consulate at an Italian consulate, it's probably much more worthwhile to just do it here in Italy because really the length of time is all dependent on what the wait time is at the, at the office where you are. If you're in a small town, you could just be in and out in five minutes. If you're at a consulate, you might have to make an appointment or there's some consulates that don't even really want to do the Codice Fiscale because it's just, it's almost like a little bit of annoying thing with them. But if you can tack it on to something else that they're doing, they'll be like, okay, we'll do it. They'll begrudgingly kind of agree to do it. Um, whereas if you just do it in Italy, it's just, you walk in, you walk out, they're like, that's basically what they're there for. That's the job practically. Of course, they're doing other things. But what's been interesting to me is to see, like you were talking about before, and like I was kind of previously mentioning about that there are so many different times when it'll become necessary to have it, even when going to the doctor and showing the blue card, the medical card that you were talking about, um, that they'll like, oh, what's your codice fiscale? It's like, what, what do my finances have to do with my health? What's, but it's just, I guess it's because it's used as, as, an, as, as an identifier number in this case. Um, or even when I've made certain purchases on things uh, that it's been used for the warranty and the guarantee uh, to make sure that I guess I don't transfer it to another person. I really don't understand what that was about. But um, there are these various times when it gets used uh, even uh, making online purchases like I recently ordered um, a small little item from an, an online Italian electronics store that's pretty well known in the country and oddly enough I had to enter my fiscal code into that website just for making a just a simple purchase for like something that I would never think like that I would have to use my social security number to make that purchase. When I got my uh, Codice Fiscale, I didn't have an assistance to, to help me along with it, which I wish I did have. Um, it is, of course, something that it is because of how easy it is to get that you could do it relatively easy on your own. If you speak Italian, um, unless you're doing it at a consulate, then that's, of course, a different situation. But to come to Italy without a Codice Fiscale, in my mind, if you're really thinking about making something happen here for yourself, even though I would say that, yes, it is easier and better to get it here in Italy, that if you're already doing something at the consulate anyway, like you're applying for a visa or you're uh, like me, like I went through the citizenship process and you can tack that on to what you're doing and uh, get your Codice Fiscale at the same time, of course, it's also good to be able to arrive here and just be able to hit the ground running and just continue from just getting off the plane to 
almost getting ready to sign a contract. I mean, I know there are some people even that will get into rental contracts or like that you help people with purchasing property here in Italy without them actually even ever having seen the country before. And um, like you were saying about that, you can elect someone to get the Codice Fiscale, like that you've helped your clients with so that they can be able to purchase the property. Um, that can be a huge plus to have that before arriving here. But anyway, I think we've actually covered a lot of ground and before this gets too long, because of course we're trying to keep these episodes of the Italian Real Estate Podcast a little bit shorter than the Italian Citizenship Podcast. I think this is probably a great place to end off here because I've also done a lot of babbling in this episode. (laughs) But anyway, if you would like more information about the Italian real estate process and purchasing process, feel free to subscribe to this channel for more information and check out italianrealestatelawyers.com where you can also get in contact with Marco and his team. And also if you're interested in more information about moving to Italy and life in Italy, life as an expat and life as a dual citizen, I also make videos here on YouTube, youtube.com slash Raffaele Di Furia. Thank you so much for joining us again and we look forward to seeing you all next time. Later. Thank you.